but it just sort of, I don't know, I guess when it happened, I had no plans to tour anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to tour. Uh, I was trying to get the record together. At that time, it was a working title, Republic of Eden. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went, when it went into lockdown, and I was living in London, and I love London as a city. It's one of the most incredible cities in the world, but I just hate living in a city. I'm just not a city person. Um, it was driving me nuts being there, but my daughter got into a school down there, oh, so it yeah. was like, I had to go down for a couple of years. Uh, so when lockdown happened, I didn't go anywhere but the house to the studio, from the studio to the house. I didn't mm-hmm. go out and enjoy London or anything, go to the bars <laughs> or hang out. No, I just went to work and then home. Yeah. Uh, so the only th- what changed dramatically was I'd stopped taking the train because the trains had stopped running for a bit. And I would get in my car in the morning and drive through an empty London. It was like driving through 28 Days Later. Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. It was a little bit like that, especially coming home at night. <clears throat> but it was also uh, I a quiet drive to the studio spend all day in the studio fishing for songs and then a quiet drive home I was thinking wow if London could stay like this I could live here for a while yeah uh, I so I I utilized the time just to get lost what did that do for you creatively I feel like for me I actually was talking about this last episode there was a day where I was out in the most busy part of Boston over like quarantine and no one was out and I was riding my bike and skateboarding around the city and I was like this is a memory like I'll have with me forever mm-hmm. were there any you know specific lyrics or, or songs that came out of it like times like that being in such a what used to be popping place that's now deserted no I didn't write about it it certainly helped me write mm-hmm. but I didn't write about that specifically interesting uh, but it did it, it you know what I've always said uh, the most important thing when writing a song is to listen and which is why I like living where I live in Aberfeldy where it's really quiet mm-hmm. you know uh, surrounded by you know, a, a beautiful lack of human intent <laughs> there's just loads of mountains and uh, very stilling place very quiet and I think I hear better in places like that so when the lockdown happened in London and it got very still, and I got still. It, it helped me face up to a load of shit myself. I was making a record that it was a hodgepodge record. I was going, oh, I need to put an album out. Why? I don't know, because it's what you do, and then we'll put another one out, and we'll tour it. Um, so I was putting all these songs together, and none of them really... It was like... It was like I was covering my own songs, you know. It was a Foyvans cover album I was putting together. That's a, that's tough to, to have, like, that headspace, too, of just thinking you're not getting it right. Well, I just knew I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't know what was wrong. I just knew something was not uh, connecting. So, and like I say, I got the, that when it's still, when London's still a bit more kind of faced up to some shit myself, but mm-hmm. the, because I'd been on the road for a long time and my alcohol intake and intake of other things were, you know, was yeah. uh, high. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pun intended. And w- which you can get away with when you're on the road because you can mask it and you can hide it, mm-hmm. as I often did years past um i think when you're at home you can't yeah i mean going off that too just the industry that we're in specifically you know on the artist perspective you don't even have to mask it there's a lot of people who will kind of let that slide um, because it's part of (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and yeah i mean it just feeds into it it makes it harder but i i understand that sapling was kind of the first song that served as the anchor for signs of life well that's what i'm saying in that moment of stillness you know really be really feeling 
I changed the dynamic of going to and from the studio changed dramatically for me. Because mm-hmm. usually I'd walk out and I'd walk out my door, there'd be dog shit and like right at the door. Last night's takeaway, because I live behind all these takeaways, mm-hmm. um, like strewn all over the street. Uh, just billions of people, it seemed like to me. And way too much noise, visually and audio. audio. It was just, I hated the commute. I would just have to get get headphones in, get a podcast on, you mm-hmm. know, uh, or something. So why? That stillness helped me kind of really fess up, start to really write. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it, I, I knew what needed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd known all along. I was just uh, hiding. Yeah. So when you finally had Sapling, how quickly were you able to kind of put the pieces together for what would become Signs of Life? Well, it started really quick. It, it, as soon as I came, it made sense. Nice. Uh, and I, I think directly after that, I wrote uh, um, Signs of Life, I think it was. There was another couple just kind of, they all just kind of came, but then there was old songs, songs that I had from before, like It Ain't Over, the last song on the record. I wrote that 25 years ago. That's... Yeah, well, started writing it 25 years ago. I finished it <laughs> for this record, the last bit. Uh, but I, as soon as that came in, then it made sense. It made sense. I knew I had, a, I knew I had an album. I, I could see the cycle of it. I could see the arc of it. Mm-hmm. And the reason for doing it, you know, re-emerging from this fucking wild time, you know. Uh, how does that feel having a song for 25 years like there's some attachment to that and then finally releasing it did you always know that was going to come out or did it just feel right this time no I thought it was like most of my songs that I write don't come out really yeah yeah no I write a lot uh, don't, just don't release a lot <laughs> uh, I'd never re- I'd, like I said never. it wasn't that uh, you know I always knew I, I liked the song, yeah. But it just it never had a reason to be. Well, anyway, I don't know. It just never made any other record or made sense for it. I don't. Uh, but it's about Belfast, and it's about a time in my life where I felt like I was. I, I just started to realize what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and how to go about it. You know, the signs of life, the full circle. But <laughs> it felt pertinent to be the end, the record with that, where mm-hmm. I sort of began. Yeah, in a way. 